right, here we are, back again for another week at the Barbershop. I am your host, Mark Gray, joined by none other than nine-year NFL veteran, Lamont Jordan. How you doing today, brother? What's going on? We're missing, we're down one of our uh, hosts, DJ. He's not going to be here today as uh, Cincinnati has started their basketball season, so he'll be off working for at least today, so hopefully he'll be back next week, so... And I know DJ not being here. Make sure I throw on his jersey to let him know that, brother, you are missed and uh, part of the team. So you are here. Got your big three jersey on, brother. So wherever you're at, you're still part of the barbershop family. Let's get right into it. And A1, who knows where A1 is at and when A1 will return to work. Hard, good work is hard to, good help is hard to find, I should say. But anyway, Lamont, let's hop right into the NFL in a rare story. One that actually we've been getting a lot of attention right here on this show alone. The Dan something, excuse me, <laughs> Adrian Peterson. Let me ask you what, I guess I already know your answer there. It's funny why I just bring up the Dan Thomason. That was inadvertent. The Dan Thomason or Adrian Peterson? Gotta be. LT right. LT all day. With that, with his ability to. Um, That's all day. I mean, he could do everything. He, he, he never came off the floor. He never came off the. Um, and it's not often he put that ball on the ground. No, nah, he he was he was he was a great he was he was absolutely he was absolutely one of the most complete backs in um NFL history. I mean, he was I mean, he could have he could be damn near NFL receiver if he was tall. I mean, he was that good out of the backfield catching the ball. And like you said, he did not put the ball on the ground. But um, Adrian Peterson has been traded to the Cardinals of all teams. Uh, the experiment with the Patriots with the Saints short lived five games never really worked never really caught on and. Um, that fast, he finds a new home. We have already discussed in last week's show about how it seemed like it appeared <clears throat> that he was already having trouble grasping, you know, maybe the new offenses and whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. What what now then? I mean, like now to if you're already having trouble grasping one, now to just go grasp a whole another one. Um, in the middle in mid season. Yeah, but you also have to remember this that, that that's going off of off of what you know. That's just what I feel or what I believe is going on. Uh, with that said, it's mid-season, and that sound you hear is just <laughs> blowing out of candle. It's taking forever. Go ahead. Um, MG, um, MG. Uh, AP is going in a situation, and when a trade happened, I just bust out laughing. I was like, I know Slim and I, we're going to have a good one on this one. Um this is how I look at it. I think that it's a good move for him. Uh, I think that you're going to see the possibility that he's going to have more production. And here's why. I believe it's last week on the show. We talked about how the Saints are built around Drew Brees. Drew Brees are the New Orleans Saints. Well, the Arizona Cardinals offense is built around a big running back. It just so happened that the big running back that the offense is built around is not there. With that said, um, I think this is a situation where if he's he, he's going to get the ball, he's not competing with anybody. I mean, he, who is he competing with? Nobody. So I think this is a situation where he's going to get more running attempts. I think that the Cardinals will do a whole lot of play action, and it's really just one of those things where you just have to wait and see. I I I. I I think this would be a better fit for him just because the offense 
the the running game is built to, is built for big back. How, how quick can we expect to see him be effective? I think he's going to start. And I wouldn't be surprised if he starts and gets a normal 10, 15, 20 carries. I I, I put this way. I, I think Adrian Peterson definitely is getting a minimum of ten carries in this game. And the next time the Cardinals play, I don't know who they play. I think he's going to get a minimum of of ten carries in this game. Now, with you joining the team at this point, just like you know, just joining the team. Essentially, every time Adrian Peterson is in the game, they'll be running with a shortened playbook. Correct? Uh, yeah. You 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 wouldn't you would anticipate so. Um, a much but, shorter. But, but you have to realize this: the coaches coming. They they have their game plan set. They're going to have their game plan set. When he gets there, they're going to see. He's going to spend a whole lot of time meeting. So while most guys are going home, he's going to spend most of his time um, at the facility. Learning the playbook, understanding understand, understanding the terminology, things of that nature. Uh, the thing that he has on his side is that he has two solid veterans around him, Carson Palmer and Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald, to me, being just uh, just an ultimate leader, an ultimate, uh, just an awesome person mm-hmm. in the National Football League. I think that's going to help AP with the transition. Uh, with that said, <coughs> um, you know, their team, Arizona, is a team that's struggling right now. And you have to believe, you know, just like I believe when 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 Adrian Peterson went to the Saints, I picked him to win a division because he was there, and I thought that his presence and him being on the field would help that team. Unfortunately, he hasn't been on the team. With that said, this is just going to be a wait and see. I definitely think that Adrian Peterson is going to get a minimum of ten carries uh, in, in that Arizona Cardinals offense. Now, there's the running back that they had, um, Johnson, David Johnson. He was also. A, dyna- a dyna- excuse me, dynamic receiver. Mm-hmm. So they they use their running back heavy out the backfield. Also, I mean, do you think that he walks in there clean slate, or I mean, like, how big is, is the team going to have to adjust to him, or is it just going to be strictly you know AP? Like, because right now they rank dead last in the running game. I think they had something ridiculous like thirty or forty yards rushing mm-hmm. this past week. Now, also. The coaches already spoke to it, and I think even you'll say when you see numbers like that, that's not a running back. That's the offensive line. That's the offensive line, yeah. I mean, even even when Carlson Palmer drops back the pass, I mean, he's just constantly being harassed. Um, So, you know, it's not just the running backs. It's it's on the the offensive line also. But I, I think you also have to look at it from this standpoint. That's a major blow to that team, losing Johnson the way you did. You had high hopes for him. I mean, he was pretty much your he was pretty much your offense last year. Um, with that said, you, you you have to believe that that Adrian Peterson is going to come in there. He's going to get a minimum of ten carries, and I would anticipate that he may break he may break a couple. Uh, to your question, as far as the the coming in with a, a small playbook, it really all comes down to what's their game plan coming into this week, and how much of it can he learn. First and foremost is going to be, okay, well, what are the formations? That's first and foremost. Football is broken down into three things, alignment, assignment, technique. Where do I go? What do I do? How do I do it? So he's got to learn the formations. Off of the formations, formations is going to tell him where he's going to line up at. All right? So once he knows where he's going to line up at, now he has to know what his responsibility is, learning the terminology, things of that nature. It really all comes down to how fast he learns the, the terminology, how comfortable the coaches are with him. And then from there, it's just a matter of him just just going out there and just running the ball. As a defensive coordinator now, mm-hmm. if you're preparing for the Cardinals and you know that Adrian Peterson in the game, 
does that tip their hat somewhat to that? Maybe say, for example, I know they're not going to have any flea flickers in this week in a package that involves Adrian Peterson because they're working on a limited playbook. I know that more than likely they're not going to go deep. Is there any type of advantage that a defense coordinator knows? No, when you see Adrian Peterson, you know that they're running, like you said, a limited playbook. Is there things that you automatically know? Like, I know that's not going to be in that limited package that they have. If if I look at it as, as me being a defensive coordinator, if I see Adrian Peterson coming uh-huh. into the game, I'm loading the box. And um, assuming it's I'm a run. I'm loading the box. I'm going to assume it's a run, and I'm going to bring pressure. Okay. I'm, I'm going to bring pressure. You don't have a – your quarterback, I don't have to worry about him running. No. So – um, coming in, if I'm watching the film, then I'm saying, okay, AP just came in there. How well does he know the pass protections? So I'm scrambling my linebackers. I'm scrambling my guys around a little bit to try to confuse the back a little bit. And from there, I'm just gonna keep. I'm just gonna keep bringing pressure. I'm gonna stop the run. I'm gonna bring pressure, and then I'm gonna roll my coverage to whoever whoever is is the hottest receiver. What What do you expecting to see from Adrian Pearson? In these next two to three weeks, what give me your arc of what you expect is about to happen? Are you expecting we're going to get a good game from him out the box, or are you just the sort of thing where you think two weeks from now, three weeks from now, we're going to see the old AP that we're used to, or or what? Tell me what you what you're expecting. I think we're going to see. Um, I think that there's a possibility that we're going to see flashes of the old AP because he's going to get more opportunities, and you have to think about it like this. If you're the if you're dead last in rushing in the National Football League, and you're bringing Adrian P. Adrian Peterson in, you're bringing him in to do one thing and one thing only, and that's just to run the ball. Offenses, the off, there are no holes out there. So let me bring in a big guy who, even if I don't block anybody, he's going to run hard. He's going to lower his shoulders, and he's going to get he's he's going to be able to pick up some yards. Being in Arizona. The difference between with him being in Arizona, I say it benefits him because you have to remember the Saints are a passing team. That offense is set. All right. You come over to Arizona, you have an old quarterback who, who can hardly move, but who's still a good cop quarterback. You have Larry Fitzgerald. That's pretty much all you have. You bring in Adrian, Adrian Peterson and you ask him, what type of runs do you like? What did you run when you were in Minnesota? What were your what were your plays that you felt more comfortable with? So if he says that he'd like running the counter or he likes running ISO, then we say, okay, um, like jab 16. Okay, well, what you know is counter or whatever, jab 16. Boom. That's what's coming in this week. What's your second run? Oh, I like to run draws. Boom. We're going to run draws. What did you call your draw? Well, whatever his draw was, okay, well, I'll draw. We call that here. So what I'm doing is I'm making a transition easy for him because I'm putting in his mind that we're going to give you the ball and we're going to give you your favorite plays. This is the terminology of your favorite plays. It's all blocked up the same. Now he's coming into a situation where he's comfortable and he has to get the ball. Put it this way. I wouldn't be surprised if Adrian Peterson went out there and had 75, 80 yards this week. That's that's, um, that's good. I mean, again, I'm surprised. I would be interested to see what teams went after him, what the market was, when the Saints – Gave up on this, what you know, yeah, all those type of things. I wonder how much AP behind the scenes was saying, Get me out of here. When the Saints realized that it wasn't working, because again, the more and more I think about it, once I went back and realized that the Saints that one not only was, uh, you know, 
Mark Ingram coming off of his best career year last year, his first thousand yard season. <laughs> he's twenty seven years old, which makes him five to six years younger than Adrian Peterson. They drafted a running back in the third round, so they have a so you know you have a, a running back who's essentially in his prime. Mm-hmm. You have a running back that you drafted this year. Mm-hmm. So to add a thirty three year old running back who doesn't work well in the passing game with a passing team, just don't really understand what the match was. And again, I know DJ was kicking himself this morning. I haven't talked to him. But I do know that if he found out age when he found out Adrian Peterson was traded and it wasn't to the Giants, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I yeah. know he was like, man, what what did the Giants just have zero interest in getting in getting? Uh, I mean, now they got a little spark this week uh, from their running game, but mm-hmm. I, I would be interested to see what teams reached out uh, and and uh, and went for him. But uh, it'll be interesting. I'm, I look forward to seeing it. It's one more story to keep an eye on. That being said, I, I said at the beginning of the season, I felt like. Um, the Cardinals window closed. Like they had that wasn't last year, it was the year before mm-hmm. when they ran and they were what, thirteen and three or something along yeah, those lines. They were out there. Yeah. And they ran into Cam and them in the on the conference in the uh in the after excuse me, NFC title game. But that year, like everything they were clicking. They had a good defense. They had a good offense. Carson Palmer looked good. Fitzgerald looked good. They Wilson like they they had everything flowing and ever since then Carson Palmer, his whole career has just been, you know, glimpses, really, really glimpses. And, and to me, that was the first <laughs> season seen in, since early in his Cincinnati days where he put it together for an entire season. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like we're back to the Carson, which on any given Sunday, he, he's good for three touchdowns and he's also just as likely to give you three interceptions. Yeah, but he, he, he has to have a run game with him. He, yeah, they have no run game. Yeah, you have to give him a run game. Um, I'm not sure which teams reached out to him, um, but – when I really think about it, I think this is one of two teams. To me, there are only two teams that he could go to where I say, okay, you know, this benefits Adrian Peterson. One is is the Cardinals. How and about right back where he came from? No. Why? Because you, he was already you part, there? You part ways with that. You're moving on past the Adrian Peterson era. Okay. You, you're, moving on back, you, you're moving on past that. Uh, it's, it's the Cardinals and it's the Baltimore Ravens. That's yes, the only other team yes, that I yes, can say yes. because these are teams that you have to look at the leadership that you have. I thought he would look great in the Ravens uniform. I thought he would look great in the Ravens uniform. And you're, and you're looking at two teams. That, Ravens football. You're looking at two teams who they need a running back. Right. They need a running back. You have you have veteran quarterbacks, and the 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 where your franchise is right now, your quarterback is just there not to lose the game. You have to have a run game. So Seattle would have been nice. Seattle, yeah, Seattle would. Yeah, Seattle could have been one. Seattle probably could have been another team. Uh, again, ever since Beast Mode, I mean, he be Beast yeah. Mode, yeah, whatever. Yeah, ever since Beast Mode left there, they, they, they. It seems like a big hole. Yeah, but they love this in the Seattle running game. If you're Seattle, do you want to sign a guy that you hit and he fumbled in a playoff game? No. You know what was funny, and, and Mikey, who's a diehard um, Vikings fan, when he, he went back and listened to the show, he emailed me, and I meant to tell DJ, but it didn't want to be the dead horse, and he's die, he watches every single Vikings snap, and he's, so that being said, he's diehard Adrian Peterson fan, he loves Adrian Peterson, he's probably his favorite football player of all time, and he said to me, Adrian Peterson cost us our two chances at the Super Bowl, the one in the Seattle, where he, uh, where he fumbled the ball three times, and then he said the other one is one the year that they had Brett Favre, and he said he got Brett Favre killed 
He said he, he, he could kept missing his pass assignments. He said Brett Favre ended up with broken ribs because because AP could not pick up his uh, his assignments on, on 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 pass protection. So I mean, this is a guy who was saying, "I know good and well he can't block." He said, "I watched the game and he said <laughs> Brett Favre was out there getting killed, and the guy had broken ribs, and they got beat up, and that cost us the game." But again, not to beat a dead horse. Yeah. So. Um, wish him the best of luck, and I hope to see him out there. And because you you don't want to, because here's here's what I think we both do agree on. He has way more left in the tank than what the New Orleans yeah, was doing. I, understand this. Understand this. I'm hard on AP with, with with regards to to the passing game because I just know how 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 critical it is. But let's make no mistake about it. That man is still one of the top three most dangerous ball carriers in the game. Yeah. So let's let's so you know I don't want people to think that you know I think think AP sucks or anything like that. No, there's one aspect of the running back position that I, that I think that he struggles at. But when it comes to just still being a bona fide baller, somebody that you want the ball in his hands, AP is that guy. It's just that going from Minnesota to New Orleans, I think that that might have been a bit much for him. I think that there were some, maybe some high expectations. I don't know what went on there. But at the end of the day, I think that what happened with this trade with the Saints and the Cardinals, I think it benefits all parties that mm-hmm. are involved. Yeah, I, I hope it works. And that, and but again, um, it doesn't matter. I'm sure you'll test this. It doesn't matter who you put back there. If your old line sucks, it doesn't matter what it you're is. right. It doesn't matter. It, it really doesn't matter who you put back there. But if if you if you have a struggling offensive lineman, offensive line, you want a big back who can take that punishment. That when those guys are coming to hit you, that you're also delivering a blow. Because a back like that, if you can give him the ball, I always said. Give me twenty three to twenty six carries, I'll get you a buck and a touch. That's what that's what I believe. Just the nature. 26? 23 to 26 23 carries. Twenty three to twenty six carries. Um I like that. The, uh, uh, where did you get that phrase from? Did somebody I, t- I just that that's just how I always felt. Twenty three to twenty three to twenty six. Twenty six, I'll get you a buck and a touch. <laughs> okay. I like that. I like that. All right, week one. Um start right here at one to me that hurt. Did you watch this game? Yes. Like, I remember your last game as a Jet. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you remember. Mm-hmm. And you were <laughs> critical of it was a playoff game against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, And your kicker missed a game that could have sent you guys to, I guess it would have been the, the AFC Championship, championship game. The kickers, the kickers. Uh, we lost this game. The Patri- We're talking about the Patriots-Buccaneers game. And without a doubt, the kicker cost us a game. Uh, he had missed five out of his last seven field goals, which is just, and including missed in there, uh, two extra points. I don't even understand how that happens at this level. I, I, I don't know. I was listening to, um, I think Feely was the kicker who was, uh, who was broadcasting on that game. And he was talking about, he was talking about folks toe. You know, his toes just pointing in the wrong direction, which is just a lack of focus. I don't understand what's going on. I don't know if, if moving the ball back has had an effect on the kickers. I don't understand. I don't know. But there are a whole lot of field the goals. The extra point there, right? The extra, yeah, the yeah, extra it's, point It's thing. like, I don't know if it's because I was saying the same thing. It's like maybe they use those as layups and that's what keeps their, yeah. their, their, their mental, you know, like their freebies. And so now they maybe say every time they go out there, there are no freebies, you know, because a 30 yarder isn't a freebie. Mm-hmm. But I feel like ever since they've done that, the, the extra just to kick and, and the thing is I get it that you want to make it more competition but I, I, me personally I, I don't like games being decided by field goal kickers Adam Vinatieri from 50 yards okay that's fine to decide a video but like 
guys missing multiple 30-yard field goals in a game mm -hmm. and extra points, and that's determining the outcome of a game. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of it. I'm with it. I'm you like it? What? I, that's the one th That's the one change that the NFL has made that I like is that's moving the extra point back because it's not a layup anymore. So a guy like you, I, so you out there and you working, you and your offensive line and your quarterback, you guys do everything that you need to do to win the game. And Joe over here, the the random guy, he loses the game and you're cool with that? I mean, no, you're not going to be cool with it, but it's no different than I'm not going to be cool with, with a, 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 let's say I got a starting safety who may, who, He's part of the team. Who, no, let me finish. Who sleeps in meetings or is on, on on their phone in meetings, but then they get beat deep on the play that the coach is telling that when you see this formation, they're coming deep. It's no different than a field goal kicker missing missing a field goal. Both parties didn't do their job. The field goal kicker, the kicking, the whole special teams part, that's part of the game. So if a field goal kicker misses a PAT, then he misses a PAT. If he misses a field goal, then he misses a field goal. It's all part of the game. That's why we have field goal kickers. That's why we have kickoff teams. That's why we have punters and punt returners. Uh, because special teams is is, is is an important aspect of the game. What? Okay. Now, answer me this. Mm -hmm. You've been in five, six, four, five different locker rooms. <clears throat> Janikowski may be a little different. I get Vinatieri wasn't there with you in the no. pictures. Um, are they separate from the team? No, no. In the locker room, they everybody treats them the same. It really just depends on who you are as a kicker. You know, I had John Hall when I was in New York. Cool dude. Mm -hmm. You know, Seabass out there in Oakland. You know, cool. You know, he was a cool dude. Um, you know, I had Prater out there in Denver. I mean, these guys. When it comes to the locker room, it, it really just comes down to what you like. Like. Something as small as me liking a Metallica song can have me bonding with one of my linemen. Got you. So it all you know, if, if you're isolated, it's because you isolate yourself. When you now, let's go back to that that game with the Steelers and uh, the guy <laughs> missed the field goal. Mm -hmm. I guess since it was your last game, you probably never even ran into him again. Um, did I see Nightcrawler? You didn't care though, one way or the other, did who? When you made your comment, like, I'm sure it wasn't like, oh, I hope I don't see him again. Like, you really felt, what was the comment? You said, it, you after the game, you said it, it's a shame that you worked this hard for the end to lose the game on a kick or something. You talking about when I, at the time that it happened? Yeah. Well, I don't remember what I said, but I, you remember it wasn't good, but I, put it this way, put it this way. When he missed the kick, it does suck as a, you know, as, as an offense or as a defense, you go out there and you do your job. Okay. The defense the team needs a defense to get a stop, force the offense, force the, the, the Steelers to punt the ball to give the offense the ball. Defense does that. Offense, we got to score a touchdown. The ultimate goal is to score a touchdown. Mm -hmm. So, yes, on the kicker because because he missed the field goal and that is his job, but there's another way of looking at it. Well, as an offense, had we scored a touchdown, the kicker never But, 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 a, but a, a lot of times when you take the field with a minute left to, and you're down two, your offense's job is to get in field goal range. It is. It you're is. not most of the time. Yes. You're not even attempting to go yes. for a touchdown. No, no. I, I'm I'm sorry. I, this is how I always felt. I grew up a John Elway fan. All right. At the end of the game, you want touchdowns, right? Yes, I'm right. with you that you want to move into field goal position. Correct. And you feel like but you've done your job player, when you get into as field a goal player. Position. As a player, I'm like. I want to score, or I want to get the ball at least inside of the twenty. At least get me down to the twenty. 
I feel like if we can get the ball to the twenty. Every you know that's a layup to me. That's a layup. I feel like that if you if we can just get the ball down to the twenty, that should be an easy field goal kick. Anything further than that, then that is putting some pressure on the field goal kicker. With that said, you want the field goal kickers to make those kicks. But the one thing that I remember is is getting on the bus after that game and 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 seeing, um, seeing uh, O'Brien, seeing him and seeing the look on his face and 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 you know he was remorseful. It wasn't like it was a situation where you get some guys that may cost you the game, and it's just like they they can really care less. They got paid, but yeah. you see, here's a guy that yes, he missed field goals, and yes, we lost the game, but you know he felt that, you know he felt that, mm-hmm. and so it's just one of those things that it happened. Uh, I never saw the playoffs again after that. <laughs> <laughs> I never even thought about that. I never even thought about it. And that year, you had a real shot, man. I'm convinced that we would have. I'm convinced that if we win that game, that we win the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, that we at least represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. I'm going to say we win the Super Bowl. If we win that game, I believe that we beat the Patriots that following week in New England. Woo! I, I, I strongly I strongly believe that. I mean, when when... Curtis Martin becomes the oldest running back in NFL history to win the Russian title. Mm-hmm. Everything's possible. Yeah. Everything's possible. Now, hey, hey, I know, I I know, but we'll have this. We're gonna have this discussion again about why I feel like we would have won the game. But there's one thing that I have to check on that's critical to 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 that statement. But we'll we'll have that conversation again. Um, did you watch? I saw. I watched this game. Here's what I can tell you. I saw. Doug Martin looked good. I, I was I was glad to have him back. He looked fresh and he looked he looked very good. He looked very good. Jameis Winston and while Deshaun Jackson, when you read the box score, says five <laughs> catches, one hundred and six yards. Anybody who watched that game and has watched the season, they just cannot seem to get on the same page mm-hmm. for nothing. Like one of these bombs hit him on his fingertips, and somebody's like, "Man, he overthrew him." I said, "That's actually been the closest that they've come because Jameis has over, been throwing overthrown him consistently." I don't, I don't know if maybe Deshaun Jackson's height. Is a problem. Um, I think that at this point in his career, Jameis Winston, um, I see a lot of similarities in Cam in that they can make all the throws in terms of having the cannon and the arm strength, but not necessarily the accuracy on the deep throw. The best I ever seen, or one of the best I ever seen, Donovan McNabb used to throw a beautiful deep ball, like a like 50 yards out, and it would just drop right into those mm-hmm. bum-ass receiver's hands <laughs> that he had out there. But he threw a beautiful deep ball, and it is an art. There's just there's a there's a skill beyond just throwing the ball far mm-hmm. and putting the ball far in somebody in somebody's hand. Um, I watched Jameis Winston so many times, and there's a lot to like. There's a lot that makes you say, "Come on, you know." Like uh, now, a lot of it I think comes from him wanting to do. I, I see a lot of the Ben Roethlisberger. I want to make a play on every single play, mm-hmm. which um, I really can't say enough. How many times Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, if it's not there, it's not there. Just get rid of it and play and, and make the next play. And it doesn't make for as many highlights. You know, there's no highlight of Tom Brady or Peyton Manning shaking everybody off and running. And there's no highlight of that. But there's also no highlight of them doing that and then throwing the ball into quadruple coverage. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And I feel like with Jameis, I'm starting to see that he, and especially the hard knocks brought me into his way of thinking and that I know he wants to score on every drive. He wants to make every play. He believes in Mike Evans. He believes that these guys can make these plays. And so many times, it hurts. Yeah. It, it hurts. And it's a lot of times I look as a Bucks fan and I say, oh, come on, Jameis. 
come on, Jameis, we could have used the three there. You know, times that we thought we had a touchdown and, you know, an interception in the red zone or, or, or you know, I've seen him take sacks for 13, 14, 15 yards. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he went from the red zone to damn near half field, you know, and, and, it, and it hurts. It hurts. I love Jameis. I love, I love Jameis. There, there's, there's still some stuff I, I need to see. Um, I just got a funny feeling this Deshaun Jackson thing doesn't uh, gets ugly. In I, terms, you know how I feel about you know how I feel about this Tampa Bay situation. I, I I just reading in the tea leaves. I feel somewhere along the line because every time they misconnect, mm-hmm. Deshaun's body language is oh like just mm-hmm. all the way out there, just mm-hmm. disgusted by it. You know what I mean? As if like, come on, man. You you, you know, and I get it. I don't know how many more times of that you get before James says some champ. I don't know whose team you think this is or you think I'm not trying or, or, or whatever the case may be. And also, Mike Evans, who I do think is as good as any receiver in football, and he belongs in that upper echelon, he drops too many passes. He does. He does. He drops too many passes. Exactly. I, I think he's every bit as good as Julio and Odell and that, 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 that upper team. He drops too many passes. He does. And he's but, big. He's strong. He's fast, and he drops passes. And but and but that's why he's not up there with the Julios and the AJ Green. I don't have any problem with and that. The Beckhams. Um, I think with with, with Winston, what's this? this is his fourth year. This is his fourth. His fourth year. Third. Third year. Okay. You, you're still gonna have some growing pains with the whole Deshaun with the whole Deshaun uh, Jackson situation. Um, <clears throat> everybody knows that from an offensive standpoint that this is this is Winston's team, and. Excuse this me. is his third season. This is his third season. Uh, so you're going to have some growing pains with him. Um, I think it's just a matter of, of time before before him him and um, Deshaun Jackson actually connect. I'm with you. If it's if it doesn't happen soon, I can, I, I can see something taking place. But I think as long as the Buccaneers are competing, as long as they don't go on something like a two or three game losing streak, I think if you see that, that's when things are going to get really bad. Uh, with that said, you got the muscle hamster back. Mm-hmm. You, your field goal kicker, really, let's just say the field goal kicker cost you the game. That would be such a great win to for for a young team mm-hmm. that's trying to find this way. First of all, this is maybe the first, and I maybe it's nah, not. Nah, I'm not gonna say just be no. That was one, I don't remember Thursday night game being a, a Super Bowl team and a young up. Like normally, yeah. Thursday games are terrible. Yeah. They're just bad yeah. matchups. Yeah, that was a good matchup. You got a young team mm-hmm. versus the team that's just coming back. That was one, like I said, that you know was circled and on the Buccaneers schedule. Mm-hmm. And it's a dress rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Are we here yet? Is our time? And I think they showed up for the most part and it looked good. You can see that there's still a work in progress, mm-hmm. but you are literally a field goal kicker away from being the Patriots at home. Yeah, you are. And I'm looking at this and I'm saying, well, if you're the Buccaneers, you got to score more points. You got you you got to score more touchdowns. Forget the field goals. You have to well, score. Did, you have to score more touchdowns. You see, we have a Mike Evans touchdown that they turn out. It's down at the one yard line. We get the ball from the one yard line, and then nothing. That hurts you right there. That, that kills you right there. You, have, you go you, from you having a touchdown to nothing. You're in a situation where you know that your field goal kicker is struggling. You need touchdowns. Mm-hmm. If I'm the if I'm mm-hmm. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, I say I held Tom Brady and the, and the New England Patriots to 19 points. 19 points. The Patriots defense is struggling this year. They are. And you mean to tell me that you all you can only score two touchdowns, one in the second quarter, one in the fourth quarter? 
come on now, you need the offense to be better. With that said, you get Doug Martin back. I think it hurt him because I want to say on that last drive, he was, I don't know if he got hurt, but he wasn't even on the, on the field. Yeah, it had to be something was tweaked. It had to be. I mean, he was running, he was running the ball really well. He was, yeah, he was I, doing great. I don't know how he gets 13 carries. I, I, I think he should have easily had 20 carries. Well, you also, but also looking at it from the standpoint that this is his first game back. And if you know that, that you're going to put a lot on his shoulders, he got 13 carries, 74 yards and a touchdown. Hey, that you know they may have came in and say, "Hey, we're going to give you this many plays. We're going to give you this many touches. We don't want you to get beat up." Um, you have to remember he hasn't played in four games. I mean, this is the fifth week of the season, and you know, doing again during the season right now, these teams really aren't doing any contact. So, um, so in practice, yeah, in practice, right. you're not really getting tackled. Which so he, if correct me if I'm wrong, he probably hasn't been in practice, right? I want to say he was able to practice, but he couldn't participate in the game. You are allowed to practice. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Not during the year. During the week. No. He, during the year. No. He, right. He, he does. I know he went to camp. Yes. He went to camp. Yes. I was going to camp. camp. But he can't. So, but he hasn't been. If he hasn't just, even been at the facility, I'd imagine. No. Right? If you're suspended, I don't believe you can even come to the facility. So, him getting 13 carries for 74 yards, I'm going to tell you what. He looked like he was at mid-season yeah, form. He did. And if he was still on the field and that's on, on that last drive, then... You might not have been looking at a, a, a field goal attempt by Tampa. You might have been looking at at, at at the Patriots trying to come back from behind. Bills, Bengals. Again, this is where we get into that point where going into this, we think the Bills are good. We think the Bengals aren't. And then, bam, the Bengals come out with a win and the Bills come out with a loss. Um, AJ Green, Andy Dalton, who everybody knows I'm not a fan of, he gets two interceptions that aren't his, 100% are not his fault. Andy Dalton, he hit AJ Green in the hands. And both times the ball bats up and, and gets uh, intercepted. AJ Green is uh, amazing. I don't know if you got to see him. He's <coughs> those the, the, that that little three four some at the top there. AJ Julio, Odell, and, and, and Brown. Those guys are like amazing yeah. receivers. Like yeah. they they really are special. I mean, we got guys six four six five running like deers. It's like I mean, we we had Randy Moss who was one by himself. It's like we have like four of these guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like at, at at the same time, and they and they really are special. Um, you know, I, the the Bengals have off to a terrible start. They're now two and three, which is you know, that's not that bad. Not in that division. No, it's it's not not that bad in that division. I think you hit the nail on the head though when you said that the Patriots are. We don't want to say struggling, but they're not. In Patriots form yet, this is the time that the Bills and those guys need to be taking advantage of it because we know that seven game winning streak is coming in the win. <laughs> so if you want to have a chance, yep. you got you got you got you got to win these games, right? You have to win that game, and you also have to look at this. This is a playoff game right here. If you look at this, just although we're in Week Five, um, this was a playoff game because you have to believe that the Patriots will win their division. Um, you know, I still believe that Pittsburgh will win their division, but if Cincinnati can somehow work their way up, you're looking at two teams who are possibly fighting for, who are still alive for a wild card spot. So this was a good win by the by by the Bengals. Um, I don't know what what happened with Buffalo. I mean, I believe we all picked Buffalo in this game, especially after beating Atlanta. Uh, was that mm-hmm. Atlanta to beat the week before mm-hmm. in Atlanta? In Atlanta, you know, to to have to go to Cincinnati and then you just to to lose that way. It's just ah, it's tough. If you're if you're Buffalo right now, you're kicking yourself because you had you just let the Patriots gain ground on you. That's pretty much what you did. You let the Patriots gain ground on you, and and that's that's not what you want. No. Um, moving on into the next one. Jets Browns. See, that's the type of game we've been getting on Thursday nights. Jets Browns games. That's that's what we're normally getting <coughs> on, on Thursday nights. The uh 
definitely don't want to spend too much time on this, but, you know, a team that nobody had any expectations for him and was thinking it was going to be historically bad is now 3-2. and two. I mean, they could very easily finish with four wins on the season. They just happened to get three of them in the first four <laughs> games of the season. You know, I, I don't think anybody's willing to change their pick and say that they're, they're, they're going anywhere. I mean, they've also had, uh, you know, I, you know, the NFL season has been weird because you look at it, they beat, uh, they beat the Jaguars who cannot get a pulse on to save their life. The bipolar Jags. Boy. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I don't know if you have anything to say about a, a, a Jets-Browns game. I'm just happy that the Jets got the win. Um, you know, happy for the Jets fans. And, and you know, I'm going to take advantage of the opportunity to be excited for the AFC East right now. Because typically by this point in the season, the Patriots are about 4-1 or 5-0. <laughs> And and everybody else is just like you 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 know that you're playing for the wild card at least right at now, best at best at least right now uh, you have life and if you have life then the fans are going to be interested in the game in the games and and not only that the the teams that the Jets and the Bills play I'm not for sure what their schedules are like but if these two teams can continue to 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 to, to get some W's then as the season go on then people are going to pay more attention to the Jets they're going to pay more attention to the Bills teams that that nobody was really paying attention to. Both those teams suck. Panthers, Lions. Cam is back, boy. Cam, Cam back to looking. He's, he's out there. I like Cam, man. I, th- that whole, I, I don't want to dab too much into that comment, whatever. Mm-hmm. To me, kind of was like, okay, I get what you're saying. Cam should know better. If you follow the whole thing through, he answered the lady's question. So respectful. He, I mean, it, it was. Uh, they made a lot out of it. And... He came the next week, ate his crow, showed up with a pen, da 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 da, went to business, and went out there and had fun. Mm-hmm. And 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 when Cam is having fun, and, and and they're rolling, and we saw this one play where um, Cam rolls out to the right, and it, and it looks like a a college option sort of deal. Mm-hmm. Cam's there, Jonathan Stewart is behind him. They have it played out perfect. Four mm-hmm. four or five guys in the front. I'm looking at Cam like. No idea where he's going. Jonathan Storch's got, he's five yards behind him. I was like, this isn't going to work good. Right underneath, sneaks McCaffrey, shovel pass. Like, they hide him coming across the back. Sneak, shovel pass McCaffrey. I was like, that is a beautiful play, man. That That is a beautiful play. And, and they're out there, they're rolling. They look like they're having fun. Um, Cam had a, Cam's completion percentage for the season is 68. That's not the Cam we're used to. He's normally down in the low 60s, sometimes even the high, high 50s. Um, he's missing Greg Olson. I do think the McCaffrey thing helps a lot. Um, it, it looks like the, since the, over the last two weeks, they've taken those training wheels off and realized if Cam's going to be, you know, we, we can't do pocket passing, passing Cam mm-hmm. and not run it. And, and they look like they're clicking again. They do. What we said is if Cam's going to be Cam, then, then the Panthers have a shot. The thing that I'm looking at in these last two games that they've played is that they aren't really playing against physical defenses. I want to see the Lions that. were a good defense. There's a difference between a good defense and a physical defense. Like you look at that Broncos defense, that's a great defense. That defense is physical. That defense is fast. That's one defense. That's one defense. <laughs> so I mean, that's I one defense that I mean I, I don't think anybody's denying that. City, I look at a team like the Kansas City okay. Chiefs. I, I think the Kansas City Chiefs are a physical and they're and, and they are a fast defense. And I, as we go through the rest of the games, I'll be able to point out a few other teams. I want to see how he does against those teams. But with that said, it's four and one, bro. I'm happy. I'm 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 happy to see it. 
I'm I'm happy to see it. I want Cam to do well. That whole that I don't even understand what that whole that whole situation <laughs> was about. I mean, hey. it was funny for me to hear uh, a female. Well, there you go. Talk Boogie about, wants to get in trouble. <laughs> I mean, I don't. But we're having, we're having a conversation. But put it put it this way, and this is this is my whole thing about it. I thought that Cam was showing personality. That's what I. That's the I, way, that's I agree. The, I, I agree. Cam, I thought Cam was showing personality. And, and, and I, when you're when you're in an arena where first of all, I watch all these sports shows. You know, I listen to so many different interviews. It's not often that I hear too many reporters asking about the specifics of route running. So when I'm listening to it, I'm like, kudos to her. You know, I'm I, that was a moment for that was for me. That was a moment for her because it's like, you know what? Yeah, she is a female, and you know what? She's not trying to sit here and have a gossip conversation. She's asking something about the specifics of the sports. And for it to get turned around the way it got turned around and blown out of proportion the way it did, um, it was just disheartening because I just thought I'm sitting there watching it and I'm I'm laughing. I'm smiling because I'm thinking that I'm just thinking that everything is, is, is OK because that's not something that. And again, when he he it's not like he said, huh. That don't make any sense. Just look. He answered the lady's question beautifully. Was so, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, we're really happy for him and da da da. And what he did. That and that's what that's what that's what when I watched it, I, it was it was put it this way. It was surprising to me because it's not something that you hear often. I don't see how we can make a big deal about somebody just speaking on the realities, the realities of something. That's not something that you, that you all, you hardly get that from a whole lot of reporters. Yeah. No, I mean, I, so, I, again, I, I felt like today you wonder why we do get the Belichick's and the Brady's who yes. don't want to say anything because oh, I say it. Cause like you said, Cam's giving you a little personality yes. and it costs him yes. an endorsement deal and it costs him. And, and again, if you, any bar in America, you sit down and the female starts saying anything that's not, about Steph Curry or Kevin Durant or the big names. You know, mm-hmm. they say, man, well, you know, I really noticed Javel McGee did a good job on the block. You'd be like, whoa. And guess what? <laughs> hey, okay, you, you know, a little and, basketball, and don't you? And, you can and put, that's what happens. That's, all- yep, that's how it is. You can put twins. You can put twins and they could be beautiful. The one who's talking about the specific details of the sport and is going to get more attention than the person who's just talking about just everything else. We're, we're talking about sports. We want to... This is player's voice. We're talking about sports. We want to have conversations about sports. We don't want to have the same conversations about, oh, look at Steph Curry. Oh, look at AJ Green. Hey, did you hey did you see that press bell coverage? Right. No, I'm with you, bro. Did you see I'm did, with you, did bro. you see that did you see that that common that 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 line stunt that they get to shut to shut that down? These are the types of conversations that I believe people want to have and, and these are conversations that are helping that are helping to educate people who really don't understand the game. It's helping them to understand the game. So it was just disheartening for me because I thought that that was a great moment for her as as a person who has who who has done it, done those interviews, who has done those interviews. I will spend more time talking to a reporter that's going to ask me those type of questions right, instead than of asking what Randy Moss is. Yeah, and all that other crap. So right. It was for me, just with that whole situation, it was just disheartening because I thought that, that that could have been a positive moment for everybody, but unfortunately it wasn't. I like the way he handled it, though. I did, too. I, I, did th- too. I thought, and, and I thought coming out and playing in a big game and, you know, not making too much of it. Um, 49ers Colts. Again, I'll keep asking this. Um and seriousness, do, do you, at what point do you say to yourself, we redshirt Andrew Luck? T- 
take a nice draft pick and see you next year. Yeah, I, I'll have to look at the records. I keep them out. I keep them out. I mean, do, do, do you do you bring him back and we, like you, you're not going to win the Super Bowl? I want him to be healthy. Right. That's he, that's what I want. I want him to be healthy. If if we're not, if if. If he's going to come back and we don't have a chance of, of, of even competing for a playoff spot, I'd rather just go ahead, give another guy an opportunity, and then see what I'm going to do with my franchise. Because I, I would rather for, for him to come into – I would rather for him to go through a training camp and come into a season, let him go through that whole routine, than to just put him in. Seeing as he was like – I think this week was his first time throwing. Mm-hmm. The dude, the injury happened – we're coming up on almost a calendar year now. Mm-hmm. It, like – you're not going to win this year. That that's not the team isn't good, um, and it's like let's not forget how he ended up there because he was getting beat up week in and week out, right? I mean, mm-hmm. in a lacerated kidney. Yeah. What the hell? That's what you get in a car accident. Mm-hmm. So why am I putting him back out there? That you know, I, I don't understand why I'm putting him back out there sooner or later. The the kid, uh, the 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 young quarterback Brissett, what the one they got from New England. Mm-hmm. He he's 23 years old. He's getting a lot of reps. He's Looking decent. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe he has a pretty good season. You can either A, <coughs> develop him as your backup quarterback, or B, you can get a trade for him. Yeah, yeah. That's why, I, I, hey, I leave him out. Let the kid just, let Andrew Luck just, just sit out this season. Let him get 100% healthy, go through the whole offseason, go through OTAs, um, and, and, and let him just start with a fresh season, opposed to bringing him in. And then, you know, if, people, if they aren't blocking well, yeah, yeah, your fans will get hope. Yeah, if you're still even if you're if you're still mathematically in the hunt, but if you look at the realities and you look at the schedule, if you can say that, hey, you know what, I just don't think that we're going to make it, then you just leave him out. Now here's the flip side of that: if you get to a point in the season where he's healthy and you all are still alive, I still leave him on the bench. That's awesome. like alive for like what for a seven to nine, eight and eight playoff spot in which you would be eliminated. Because while you say yes, putting him in there, you get hope. You know what doesn't give you hope? Is when he goes out there and boom, and he gets hit and it's like, whoa, is he back on the cart? You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, no, you, you don't you don't want to do that. I mean, let's not forget the guy who who, who he came in with. Right? Like maybe RG three should have sat out a year and we don't have this type you know what I mean? Like Let's not forget that there's a in, in this NFL game there's a real thin line between being franchise quarterback and then back to back injuries and out the league. Yes, it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I mean, how many guys like that guy was never the same after getting getting da 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 da. Andrew Luck, I fully believe, is worth every penny. He's that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's ten years, fifteen year career. Mm-hmm. A, a year out, I don't think is 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 the worst thing to happen. On a team that is not that good. And again, like I said, what if the set turns out to be decent and somebody gives you a second round draft pick yeah. for him? You have a bad record and you get a high draft pick. Why not bring Andrew Luck back with a couple more weapons? Yeah. Maybe offense alignment. Yeah. You know, something better. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, 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 I'm with you on that. Uh, it's unfortunate for the 49ers that they're, you know, that, that they're having, having the season that they're having. Um, but when you got Brian Hoyer as your quarterback, I, Starting. Just, uh, I mean, I just don't know what you can possibly expect now unless you're just tanking your season. Uh it's gonna be interesting to see what happens um happens with that coast division. You look at what J what happened to JJ Watt, that can change the whole complexity of that defense. And now with the Titans, I feel bad for him also. But look at this, the Titans are two and three, the Colts are two and three. So the Colts, I mean, as as bad as it looked for them, they are not out of the hunt. No, they're not. I, I again but I just asked you what are you hunting for? I mean you because you at the end of the day you want to make it to the playoffs. You want to make it to the playoffs. 
It doesn't matter. I mean, yes, you want to make it to the second level. I get, level. It. Uh, you, you I get wanna, it. I mean, I mean, let's look at it from a business standpoint. You know, you want to get to the playoffs. You have an opportunity to possibly win your division right now because you all are still. I mean, everybody's pretty much in the same boat. That's a home playoff game. That's more money for your franchise. Hey, I get it. But I will still leave Andrew Luck out. I will let the other boy go. I will let the other boy go. And then, you know, hey, you're in a situation where, hey, we got two quarterbacks that everybody wants. Let's just see what we can get for it. Titans-Dolphins, another game that had Thursday night written all over it with no um, Marcus Mariota. Jay Collins threw for 92 yards, dude. That I, I, wanna, I saw a stat that said it was the least amount of yards thrown by a winning quarterback since some ridiculous amount of time, obviously. I mean, threw the ball 26 times and got and got 92 yards. That offense is awful, like awful all the way around. Like the the, the play calling, there's no creativity. The, 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 that's awful. <coughs> and somehow they're 2-2. Two and two. And and the Titans, again, a team that all three of us picked to win that division. Mm-hmm. No, they also, we have no idea what we're getting from week to week. <laughs> And I mean, again, they didn't have their starting quarterback, so you know, maybe, maybe you want to put it on that. But if I'm the Titans and I'm expecting to be taking that next step, which they were this year, and all three of us picked them to win the division, you can't be losing to the Dolphins. Yeah, but it's turnovers. Yeah, you, you can't lose to the you, you can't lose to the to the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that, but I, I just I don't that Dolphins team. I don't know about that. If you're gonna put the show, if you're gonna put put everything on the shoulders of your running back, then then I'm with it. Um, but outside of that, I don't, I don't really see that Dolphins team doing much. I, I, now, that being said, I think the Dolphins' defense is not that bad. Yeah, the, Dol- the Dolphins' defense is not bad. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to put if you're going to put everything on the shoulders of... They've given up 17 points, 20 points, 20 points, 16 points. It's not bad. They're not out here getting... They're giving them an opportunity. The defense is giving them an opportunity to win these games. Yes, they are. The defense is definitely <laughs> giving them opportunities to win, the game, win these games, but... When 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 your starting quarterback is hurt, that can just that can, especially when your starting quarterback is probably one of the top ten best quarterbacks in the league. Oh, you a Tannehill fan? No, I'm talking about Tennessee. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 got you, got you, no, got no, you. I'm talking about Tennessee. Okay, got you. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, heck, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really interesting. <laughs> um, Chargers, Giants, man, a, a Giants thing where. Um, <laughs> 0-5, you lose, I've never seen anything like that, three starting receivers out for the year in the exact same game. Um, that That's one of those things where it's just bad for worse. I, I don't know what you, if you're a Giants fan, I see nothing positive. Nothing positive. I guess the only question left, really, and is, I, I wish DJ was here to talk about this and I haven't had a chance to talk to him yet, is it time to move on from the Eli era, like because you're gonna get a high draft pick, right? Obviously, for the Giants, we're we're gonna be drafting pretty high next year. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? I I would have to look at Eli's contract. He's so, making a lot of money. No, no <laughs> what, I'm saying, what I'm saying is, when I say look at his contract, I want to see how many years he has left on his contract um, before I make that decision. Uh, I mean, that definitely doesn't look good. I mean, we're sitting here looking at the schedule and all them red L's pop up like that line. And next, Broncos, Seahawks, Rams. So we could very easily be looking at 0-8 real quick. Well, the good part about it is, is that the after that is before <laughs> so by but, by uh, by your birthday, by, they'll have a nice Thanksgiving. They'll, they'll pick up their first win in mid-November. You know what? This is one of those games where they'll turn, they'll mess around and beat the Broncos. 
I don't know, bro. Bazinga. Not without all those receivers. Bazinga. Yeah. For, for my big for my Big Bang Theory fans, <laughs> you all understand that. But uh, I picked the Giants to win the division. It's over for them. You know, it's 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 pretty much over for them. I think I picked the no. I, I think I picked the Giants to win this game. I don't know. I'm happy to see Phillip Rivers get a win, but you know that Giants team is just it's a wrap for them. Uh, so what, would would you? I mean, Eli is 36. Yeah, it's, it's a lot going on in it. You know what? I'm interested to hear what DJ, anybody else out there who's, I'm interested in any of the Giants fans out there. I wonder what Haas has to say. Like, are you ready for the Eli? E- even if, even if maybe you draft, what, what about if you draft the guy and he doesn't, he, he you, you're not playing tomorrow. You know, I get rid of Eli if I have an opportunity to get Andrew Luck. I'll do that. But, I think we want Eli to retire. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it from a Giants fan's perspective. I want Eli to, to 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 remain a Giant. For me, a lot of this this spiral, everything just started going out of control when Odell Beckham just got out of control. Eli, and I talked about this before, he spends too much time worrying about things that he should not be worrying about. People's attitudes, wide receivers dropping the ball. He has no run game. For me, this is kind of the offensive line is awful. The offensive line is awful. So you know, I don't. I, I'm not going to put this on the shoulders. Right. Eli. I, I Eli's, think it's fair. Eli's going to make mistakes, but when I think about Kirk Cousins, when I said you have to give him a run game, you have to give him a solid tight end. Well, Eli, you have to give him wide receivers that are going to catch the ball. You have to give him wide receivers who are going to be healthy. You have to give him offensive linemen who are going to give him some time, and you have to give him a running game to that so that when he does turn around and and do that little play action fake thing at least it will it, it can get somebody to bite with no run game your play action your play action game is just it's 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 just a waste of motion yeah I, i'm i agree there's like eli's the easy target and it reads and eli and the reason eli's the easy target because eli doesn't i don't think he's ever missed a game in his career so it's always there mm-hmm. um he's making a ton of money and he, i mean he's not setting the world on fire with his play mm-hmm. either mm-hmm. but i agree if, if we if you dig deeper and you, it's easy to say, man, Eli stakes, man, get him out of here. Mm-hmm. And then, it, but when you, what the purpose of this show is, like you just said, is to talk real sports. You say, well, does Eli suck or does Eli's situation suck? Yeah. And I think it might be a little bit of both. I think Eli's situation does suck. I don't think he's doing anything great to, you know, spec to overcome that. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I, again, to get back to the original question, I'm not against if there's a quarterback you like. I think this is an opportunity, like we talked to before, that <laughs> would it be a bad thing if you draft a quarterback who you saw that you thought was good and he gets one or two years to learn under Eli? I'm with that. That's a good I'm, thing, I'm, right? I'm like with that. I'm, I'm sure that. Eli has a lot to teach somebody. He strikes me as somebody who would be a good teacher, mm-hmm. and he's 36. So, I mean, again, I, I, I agree with you that it, while every, New York may not be in love with Eli, I don't think you want Eli to be finishing his career somewhere else. You don't want Eli to finish his career somewhere else because you have to think about this. That man got you two Super Bowl right. rings. He got you two Super Bowl rings against the greatest team of all time. Against right? basically the, the the greatest coach of all time. Against the 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 the, the franchise that's been the most dominating franchise mm-hmm. since two thousand. Right. So, you know, you hold on to Eli, I just think that you just have to, you just got to give him more. It's, it's, you know, it's unfortunate for the Giants fans, but 
Good job, Giants. I'm happy for the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Finally, finally, New York, the Giants are irrelevant. Now Jets fans have an opportunity. So I'm, Jets I'm are irrelevant too. I still think the Giants are a better team than the Jets. That's fine, but the Jets are still competing for a playoff spot. Okay. The, the Giants, the Giants right now, this is right now. The Giants have job interviews. That's what this is. If you're a player on the Giant, right, right. Giants, and you're Couldn't a one-year guy. I'm taking advantage of every opportunity I could to get some film out there for these for these other teams. Cardinals, Eagles, man, they were out there having a blast. <laughs> they were out there doing the, the celebrations from the movies. Mm-hmm. The whole team was taking group picks and pitchers and home mm-hmm. runs and uh, the toys. One of them, Nelson Aguilar, catch the ball, falls into the ends and back. Like they were literally out there rubbing it, rubbing it in their face. Carson Wentz is out there. It looked like, I mean, everybody he threw to was open. Uh, that's why I say the Cardinals look, the Cardinals look bad, man. They, they, they really look bad and the Eagles look great. I, I don't know what else there is to say about that one. The Eagles look great and the Cardinals didn't. The, I'm tell you what, the Eagles, they, they, they look like a legit team. They look like a legit team this year, man. They, I mean, they've been consistent throughout. They just seem like they just gotten better week after week in, in what you just spoke on. They're having fun. They are having fun, and this <laughs> Eagles team kind of this Eagles team kind of reminds me uh, of of the Eagles teams back when Andy Reid was there. That you know they're playing solid defense, they're getting good quarterback plays. Just overall, those guys just look like they're they're a team, now. and and I'm you know it's going to be interesting to see how things go down the stretch. But if you're an Eagles fan, you you are really excited about the possibility times. of 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 having a home game, a home playoff game. Garrett Blount, man, he's like one of the best. Like, he needs that. Mar- he's like Mariano Rivera. You know what I mean? In the fourth <laughs> quarter, you just send that blunt, and he just starts. Like you always say, he's mm-hmm. just you yeah, handle the ball, and, yeah. and and people are getting out the way and moving, and he and he, you know he's just a, he's just doing his thing, yeah. man. Yeah. And he's been doing. He's made a career out of it. Yes, he did. Yes, he, he made did. a career out of it. Like yeah. you know, you you get the lead, and you just hand him the ball. Yep, that's that's that four minute situation. Yeah, he's he's hats off to him. I'm, I'm happy for him. I, I I remember when we drafted Doug Martin and a team that I think we had like two wins a year before. Garrett Blunt had a thousand yards, and I was really why well, I love Doug Martin. I'm like Garrett Blunt was not the problem. Like we used a top five ten pick mm-hmm. on a running back on a team that had two two wins. I'm like Garrett Blunt had a lot of football left in him, and he's had he's done nothing but played well ever ever since then. Mm-hmm. Played well in New England. He played well, even played well in in the stops before that, wherever he got a shot. You know. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, I mean, so I'm happy for him. I'm happy for yeah, him. I, I am happy for him. Um, the Jaguars Steelers, again, just just to just to prove a point and, and I can say this in my fantasy. So I had the Jaguars defense. Week one, I start them against the uh the Texans, you know, rookie quarterback, da da da. Cool, I get what I want. Playing against the Titans, definitely starting against them against the Titans at home. Boom, give me negative points. They're going against the Ravens. Nah, I take them out. Nah, I'm not messing with that. Knock them down. Playing against the Jets. I right, definitely starting up against the Jets, right? Mm-hmm. No. Don't do nothing against the Jets. Steelers. Greatest show on. Da da da. Not messing with the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Five like who are the Jags, man? I I man, hey. I don't know. <laughs> who who are the Jags? I don't know, but it's this is this is one of those situations where this was another playoff game. I mean, I know, you know, sitting here we say, you know, I said that I believe that the Steelers will win this division. Um, but you got to look at the, the, the reality is if the Steelers don't win a division, 
the way Jaguars division is going, if they don't win their division, this is a wild card game right here. This mm-hmm. is a playoff spot. So it's a tiebreaker. Yeah, it's a tiebreaker. And to to come into Pittsburgh, uh, I think what we're seeing from this Jaguars team is it they're just a better team than they've been in the last few years. Yeah, I'm I'm not getting back on their bandwagon, but you know, they it's impressive to see what they're doing this that year. That boy Leonard Fournette. He's fast, Joe. That he got some giddy up. I I said it two years ago when I saw him his freshman year at LSU. I was like, that kid's special. Like yeah. that 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 kid is special. Um, last year in college, he kind of did the Javanian Cloudy thing, where it was like the whole purpose of college was not getting hurt. Mm-hmm. So it was like you know he just spent his whole year just on some chill mode, just <laughs> not getting hurt. Um, that kid is special though. He 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 is special, and he looks he looks good. They got they got something special mm-hmm. in him, and you know, good for them. Now, Robsberger, five interceptions, throws the ball 55 times. Antonio Brown, 10 receptions, 157 yards. You know, you've been on the sidelines. Now, we saw the Antonio Brown, Robsberger thing. Both of them say it's nothing. The, the competitive guys, da da da, blah, blah. Do you think there is something, if you see, or does that, is that just happen every day? Is that, does that happen all the time? A receiver not happy about getting the ball and, you know, or no, that's, there is something there. Um, uh, you know what? It's hard to say. I've seen it. You know, I've seen it. Um, is it common? To a degree, to a it degree, is it's common. I mean, you've seen you you see wide receivers who are downfield and they feel like they're open, or they are open, and the quarterback don't get them the ball. But then you get to the sideline and you tell them that, hey, look, the pass protection broke down. You know, um. And then sometimes those guys, they'll go, man, y'all got to block you. Those are just the emotions of the game. But for Antonio Brown, I'm sorry, Joe. I'm sorry. When you did what you did in that locker room, that put your team in a downward spot. When you I did forgot that, about that. I thought that was whack. When you did that, I thought that you was lost whack. trust. I forgot to all me, to me, you just, it that. just that. It's so, many, it's so many things that you had to worry about in that locker room now. I think and that's people, a and, 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 you know, bro. I think it doesn't matter. You know what? It is. It is a general. You know what? You can call it a generation thing all you want to. You know what? That's what the kids do. But the reality is, is that somewhere it has to be somewhere. You have to deal with the consequences yes. of your actions. Yes. That's not something yes. that. You, that's not yes. something that. That okay. Yes. Well, I got my shares and I got my likes, and I could really care less about what my teammates say. But that's going to what about. the coaches are talking about now. As, as think about this, as a head coach, every time you talk, every time you give a team meeting, in the back of your mind, you yeah. have to wonder: right. is somebody going to do something that's going to that's going to? you probably never tired. thought about that what before. You, what you what you would never think about that before. So um, I agree. I forgot all about that, and I. I that was very disappointing when that one. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think ever since then, it's just the, the, the Steelers just have not been the same. With that said, um, I don't know what's going on with them. I, I, I really don't know what's going on with them. Um, I still think that they are one of the most dangerous offenses in oh, the yeah. National Football League. Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, Absolutely. there have been issues with the offensive coordinator before. There have been some issues with him. I don't know what's going on, but... Um, you know, I look at Ben having 55 attempts. Well, that's going to be normal. You know, that's natural when you lose a game 30 to 9. Le'Veon Bell wasn't doing anything. Yeah, he wasn't doing anything. That Jaguars defense, man, Blake Boyle's 8 for 14. And they have a running back now. They ran the ball 37 times. That's, 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 what, you, that's what you're looking for, man. Yeah, that's that's what you want. I, I want Boyle to throw the ball 14 times. 14 times. Absolutely. You know, that's that's about it. So I, I, with a strong defense and a run game, that's 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 a good formula right there. 
That's the thing is, I thought the Jaguars' defense is, is good. So I, I'm baffled by these losses to the Jets and the, and the you know, what is it, the Titans. Like, I'm, I'm baffled because I think their defense is good, and I, and I don't understand that. Um, Ravens, Raiders. Raiders, a team that we everybody was talking Super Bowl, and, mm-hmm. and you know, and all of a sudden they're two and three. And then on the flip side, the Ravens look like they had put together some of the worst football we've seen in forever, and they're actually three and two. That whole division. <laughs> right? With, so, with the exception of the Bengals. <laughs> and I think the Bengals are two and three. Yeah, so I mean, the Ravens are still alive. They look I mean, you got some you got some bad losses on their uh on on the you know, losing forty four to nothing <laughs> to, 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 to to the Jacksonville, that hurts. And then the following week losing to the Steelers team, mm-hmm. that hurts. Um you know, it looks like still the Jacksonville's running through their division. Is what that looks yeah. like, actually. <laughs> they, they, they're running through that division. But, I mean, the Ravens are 3-2. And, and the Raiders are 2-3. That whole division. I mean, that whole division is 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 still alive. And I think the, Ra- the, the Ravens have the better de- – I think the Ravens have the better defense. Um, with that said, when you talk about that division, it's just – you don't know what's going to happen. What's going to take place? What's going to come out of the division? But the Oakland Raiders don't seem like to be the Oakland Raiders that nope. anticipated or I'm, thought that they would be. I want you to take a look at this right here. Amari Cooper, who we were ready to call, you know, crowned the, the greatest thing. Last four, get, last three games, one catch for six yards, two catches for nine yards, one catch for eight yards. Mm-hmm. That dude has four catches in his last three games for less than 30 yards. That's not impressive. But that that's not no more. <laughs> yeah, those numbers are what you're looking at, Chip. Those are the targets. You know, so two catches of two catches for nine yards, one catch for eight yards, one catch for six yards. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't know what's going on with that. It's just it's just uh, I'm just hoping that the Raiders aren't going back to being um the Raiders of old. I, I don't know what's going on, man. We all had. I believe we all had the Raiders and and the Broncos fighting it out for for that division. I think I had the Chargers up there, but we definitely thought that the Raiders would be up there. Um, with that said, here we go again. We're talking about another playoff game. You know, oh, yeah, that's another playoff spot right there. That, that, that tiebreaker. The that's a tiebreaker. And so, um, you know, Baltimore Ravens fans. I know Ravens fans were were a little antsy coming into the season, but. I think in this whole division, I think that the the Ravens have the better defense. I think the Ravens have the better defense. So I thought so until they gave up forty four points to the Jags. Yeah, yeah, but you also have some offensive woes. You got some struggles from an offensive standpoint. And I'm looking at the Baltimore Ravens rushing twenty one carries for seventy three yards for Allen, Collins twelve carries for fifty five yards, West two carries. That's what you want right there. You want Joe Fac- Flacco going nineteen for twenty six. You, I mean, you. Want so him. many times we starting to see Flacco at the forty and fifty, a pass attempt range. Like that's that's where they had starting to get to, and it's like, oh, yeah. I wonder why we lost. Like Flacco's throwing the ball fifty times, yeah, and, and you need your 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 defense has your defense. If you're the Ravens, defense of the Ravens has to be a top ten defense for for your team to to finish this thing out. It's just a matter of time before the Ravens, uh, before the Ravens figure it out, and I think that this was probably Mike Wallace's breakout game of the um, of, of the season. I thought Mike Wallace was gonna <coughs> was gonna do some special things over there with, with Flacco. Mike Wallace, the only thing he can do is is go long, and Flacco throws one of the best long balls in football. Mm-hmm. I thought that would have been a match made in heaven. Um, I, I the uh, AP signing there, I thought could have been changing. 
it could have been something colossal because mm-hmm. I do think that the Ravens football is defense and running game. And I, I don't think this, this isn't their typical Ravens defense where it's shut down, lights mm-hmm. out, where you'll be lucky if you get 10 or 14 points on us. Mm-hmm. And the running game is just for years, they've just been grasping at straws at the running back and just grabbing makeshift running backs off the street or off the free agent pile and, and making them their running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you say? Buster says Amari Cooper drops more than he does. He is dropping a lot of balls. He, yeah. And that's starting to, we've seen receivers that don't recover from that. Oh, yeah. That once they start dropping the ball, that's what their career becomes. I mean, Braylon Edwards was a Pro Bowl receiver, and then all of a sudden he couldn't catch a football. <laughs> remember, like, yeah, I remember just, that. guys remember just, that, yeah. just all of a sudden can't catch a football. Yeah. Ted Ginn was, a, you know, receiver, and then all of a sudden he just can't catch a football. And you just don't uh, recover from that. Big Stu said, what's up, and good job on the uh, TV uh, on Saturday night's uh, Boogie. Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate it, Stu. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, you know, like we said, started off with a with a spark and mm-hmm. pretty much hasn't done much of anything since then. Well, that was all. You thought that he was going to have the passing game around him, which he doesn't right now. And and now they're they're to their backup quarterback two years in a row that your starting quarterback gets hurt. But this Raiders team just didn't. From the time that they played the Redskins, they just <clears throat> they just don't look like a team that's. She just don't look like it's going to be that year, man. They, they said, um, what's it called? Said he's playing next week. Who? Carr. Carr, okay. After, you know, originally it was saying two to six weeks. Mm-hmm. I guess he said enough. He was like, nah, man, <clears throat> my guys leave me out there. Which I'd imagine as a teammate, you love that, right? Yeah, you got to love that. As, as long as he's, as long as he is going out there and he's not hurting us, then, you know, you, the guys are going to rally around him because they have to know that that's the best chance. But if your wide receivers are out there dropping passes, then you can forget about it. Yeah, I can. I, can, uh, I don't know. It's be interested. So one, something's got to give. I think both of those teams <laughs> are kind of underperforming. But that being said, the Ravens are three and two. I mean, it just looks worse because because of, of the two losses. Because one, you gave up forty four points to the Jags, and then two, <clears> the following week you came out there and lost to your your, your biggest rival in the Steelers. Um, Rams, Seahawks. Great game. Those are two teams battling for that division right there, right? Great game, and Seattle should be happy that they walked out of there with a W. They should be happy they walked out of there with a W. The the Rams, man, I'm telling you what, the Rams are a team that, with Wade Phillips as their defensive coordinator, that's a team that you better watch out. You better watch out for those Rams. This first year head coach, first year offensive coordinator with the Rams with this with this with this unit. And you already see what he's been able to do with Goff. I mean, he just he just looks significantly better. Um Night and day. you know, Todd Gurley, you, you you think about Chris Thompson, Todd Gurley is just a, a bigger version of, of Chris Thompson or you could do it the other way around. He's got weapons over here, man. This Rams And they team, still haven't even got Sammy Watkins <laughs> or or um, what's his name? Or Tavon Austin. I thought that last the last ball that he threw. I thought he should have gave Sammy Watkins a, uh, Sammy Watkins a chance. Uh, 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 Cooper Cup. Oh my gosh, he dropped that pass <laughs> on that same route. But if you're a Rams fan, you you have to be happy with the direction of your team. But once again, when we talk about Seattle, we keep letting Seattle hang around there. You do not want to go to Seattle. In the playoffs, no, you don't, don't want to go there anytime. You don't want to go. Yeah, you definitely you don't want to go there anytime. But you definitely don't want to go there in the playoffs. So, the Rams let this one get away. But <clears throat> excuse me, the Rams let this one get away. But um, it's going to be really interesting to see how this whole thing plays out. We got to remember the the Cardinals are two and three right now. So this 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 division, with the exception of the Forty ers is is still wide open. Yeah, 
The Rams still we still gonna be talking about the Rams come the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna be hanging around. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Yeah, I mean, with Wade Phillips as your defensive coordinator, um, and 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 Sean McVay, look at what he did with the Redskins. I think that he has equally, if not better, weapons out there and uh, out there in L.A. than he did when he. I mean, granted, Deshaun Jackson and Pierre Garcon, but I'm taking Todd Gurley over every risk. Right, <laughs> right yeah, absolutely. All right, right, I'm taking Sammy Watkins pretty much over over I am, all, no, all, all the wide yeah, receivers. No, absolutely, Sammy Watkins is special. <clears throat> um, so, you and know, I think Tavon Austin, Deshaun Jackson, I think Tavon Austin's a part man. Exactly. Jackson. You look at the boy Everett, um, he may not be as much of a threat as Jordan Reed at the tight end spot, but he's a much better blocker than Jordan mm-hmm. Reed, so that kind of washes it out. I think that these are going to be the two teams that's going to battle for that division. Um, and, and I'm going to wait and see what happens with the Adrian Peterson situation. If, if the Cardinals can get a run game going, then the Cardinals, what little life they have left, um, you know, it, it, it could it could push them and, and elevate them above everybody else or at least compete with these two teams. But I think when it comes to this division, it's going to come down to the Rams and, and, and the Seahawks. Now, in a game that was everything it was supposed to be, it was a great <clears> game. That we uh, When we came to pick it, everybody was on the fence. Everybody went back and forth. And um, I, I, I want to say we almost all went to the same, came to the same conclusion for the same reason. I have to go back and listen to the tape. But Aaron Rodgers is a bad man, dude. Aaron Rodgers, Joe. Aaron that dude is, Rodgers. It, it's the only thing he's. The only thing that's preventing Aaron from from preventing saying Aaron Rodgers is the greatest QB of all time is is resume and hardware. Yeah. Right. I mean, like you, you can't. That's it. The dude has no weaknesses. He has the the accuracy, the arm strength, the mobility, the intelligence, yeah. the inte- all of that. The only thing left, only thing left, is to just win more. Um, with more Super Bowls. Like, yeah. that's it. I tell you what, the two best quarterbacks in the National Football League, both of them wear the number 12. And and if, if, if it's, it's just amazing what Aaron Rodgers does. I was at home watching the game, and um, my mom was outside, and she asked me what the score was. I said, you know, that's when Green Bay was up by four. I said, Dallas is driving. And she says, oh, man, Dallas going to score, and they're going to win this game. Of course, mom was a Redskin fan. So I tell her, I'm like, Mom, you know, Dallas scored. She says, oh, they're going to go on to win the game. I said, no. I was like, it's like a minute and 19 seconds with one timeout, and it's Aaron Rodgers. The Green Bay Packers are going to score. And and sure enough, you cannot leave. There are two quarterbacks you cannot put it this way. They're, in my opinion, they're, I'm going to say these three names, okay? And you cannot leave them a minute in anything with a timeout. And expect the outcome to be good for you. <laughs> Was it Elway, Brady, and Rodgers? Elway, Brady, and Rodgers. Those three people right there. What Aaron Rodgers, when you talk about being a leader of your team, all right, and 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 just dominating in all aspects of the quarterback position, because that's what he does. He dominates in all aspects of the quarterback position. I love me some John Elway. To me, that's still I'm still taking him number one. All right, I love me some Tom Brady. But when you look at it overall, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers might be one of the all time. He might be the greatest all around quarterback that the NFL has ever seen. I think you can take the might be out of it. He really, if you want to say what is said weakness, there is none. 
You, you, you know what I mean? The guy, the guy has, he might, there might be things that other people do better, but it's not a weakness of his. Mm-hmm. Like Peyton Manning may have a better control of the, of the line of scrimmage and all that, but Aaron Rodgers, that's not Aaron Rodgers' weakness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and Aaron Rodgers has a better arm than him. He's a better arm than Tom Brady, and he's five times more mobile than any of them. <laughs> Right, I mean, five times more mobile. That play he made, and and when when they showed Dak, and I don't remember who it was, and they're in the end zone and they're dancing and they're they're yeah, doing all yeah, that, yeah, and they show yeah. Aaron Rod- like the camera crew knew what they were doing. They showed them, and they're all, oh yeah, we got this, and then they show Aaron, let's go to work, boy. Yep. <laughs> let's, and he walked, and the, when you saw his face, there was no doubt in his mind. Yeah, he looked at the clock, and, psh, minute thirty. That's easy work. He's like, oh, we don't give them the ball back with too much time. Uh, I'm about to go right down there. Coach makes it more difficult for us in practice. Yeah, and, and so he goes down, misses the throw, mm. run it right back, <laughs> run the exact same play right back, and says, "Man, I'm gonna put that ball perfect." Man, I was uh, back shoulder pass perfect. The coverage is perfect. It's just a better pass. When it happened, when I saw him throw the first one, and it was incomplete, it was just a bad pass on his part. I was sitting there. I was like, "Come back to it again. Just, just throw a better ball." And sure enough, he and and this is where football teaches us about. This is where I believe football. And when you talk about just life, and football teaches us about life. All right. He had a play. He made a bad throw. Okay. He came back, made the necessary adjustments, and then everything was fine. He's got the touchdown. That's how life is. You may make a decision and and things may not go well for you, but every day that you have an opportunity to wake up, every chance that you have, every chance that you get to make that same decision again, make a better throw. You just gotta make. You just gotta make it. You just, the margin of error is very is very small, and that's what Aaron Rodgers did, man. I mean, it's it's. I love watching him play the game of football because as long as he's on the field, and as long as there's some realistic time on the clock. They are never out of it. Between him and Brady, they are never out of it. Uh, I, I'm loving what I'm seeing out of Green Bay. We've all said that Green Bay is going to win that division. Now, if I'm the NFC, I do not want Green Bay to have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. That is a problem for everybody. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, and again, <laughs> we say on the show all the time, those things are more victories. The Cowboys and their and their and their losses have scored with seventeen, not the greatest. Thirty and thirty-one though. Like they just need to get their defense together. The offense, again, I told you last year I feel like everything clicked and that doesn't happen two years in a row. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this now this is what this is what um Tom Brady has dealt with for years with the like you know and and, and Drew Brees. Like mm-hmm. every week you gotta bring thirty. Yeah. And some weeks forty. Every week you got to bring thirty and sometimes forty. You, you know, and and I think that that's what you're doing. And you know what? Tony Romo's lived that life for years, and and and, and a bunch of ungrateful Dallas fans are acting like Romo was out there losing games seventeen to ten or something. You know, so Dallas's defense has to get better because you you can't lose. You can't be putting up thirty and thirty one and losing games. I I, I get it. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers, but you give up thirty five to golf. You know what I mean? You gave up forty-two to the to the to the Broncos. You know you got to do better. The defense has got to do better. Does San Francisco get their first win of the year? No. Stay tuned to find no. out. No, no, not, <laughs> not at all. That was a great game. Every, yeah, every, every as advertised, got everything you wanted. Um, Chiefs Texans. 
That dude, uh, I'm happy for a lot of people in this game. I'm happy for, one of them is not J.J. Watt. That sucks. That, that really sucks. That, that dude is special also. And he's, you know, once in a generation type player. And, and you hate to see players like that get hurt. And we, you know, we were just saying all year long, it's great to see him and Clowney healthy at the same time. It, there's a chance it just may, I don't know, maybe it'll just never happen, which will be one of the, just the sad, sad things in his, in, uh, in sports history. Uh, Deshaun Watson, real deal. Yeah. Real deal. Yeah. They happy for them. They made it happen. They traded up. They got him. Good work. Um, Alex Smith is playing great football. He is. And the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. Like, they, they've won every which way possible. Um, they've won shootouts. They've, they, they've done it on special teams. Mm-hmm. They got special teams. They got defense. They got offense. They got weapons. Um, I think the Chiefs stay healthy. And I think they are an upgraded version of, of that Patriots team. Like they, they what they're Tom Brady, Alex Smith might not be Tom Brady, but he's putting the ball in playmakers' hands and letting them make plays. And I think they have more playmakers than, uh, than New England does. Yeah, they definitely do. Um, I, I would agree with you that the Chiefs are the best team in the National Football League. And their play calling looks real good this year. Their play call looks real like these plays that they're getting the they're, they're getting creative. Andy Reid, man, and and I said this. I think that this is the best offensive talent Andy Reid has had as a head coach. It's a lot of talent, it, you know. That's a whole. I'm talking. About, I mean, at one at, in mm-hmm. one season at one mm-hmm. time. I think that this is the most talent that that he's had. Um, the Texans, you know what? <clears throat> it's unfortunate for them. You know, it's unfortunate that Watt got hurt. You look at everything that's going on down there um, in Houston. You know, it's just just in Texas in general. Um, you know, it's unfortunate that boy Deshaun Watson. He looks good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to believe that he's only going to get better. Uh, he has a whole lot of weapons around him. With JJ Watt getting hurt, you need Deshaun Watson um, in that offense to score a lot of points. You're going to need them to score points. Um, Kansas City, man, that's a dangerous team. And just like I said about Green Bay, you don't want the Kansas City Chiefs to get home field advantage. Nope. Arrowhead's just historically been a hard place well, to win. Pretty much, if you're the AFC right now, you're looking at it and you're saying, okay, well, we're either going to Kansas City or we're going to New England. Two places in the wintertime you just don't want to play. Um, with that said, it's going to be interesting to see how, how things play out with Houston in that division. But Kansas City right now is clearly... If the, if the season ends today, Alex Smith is your MVP. Yeah. How crazy is that, Sam? Yeah. I mean, this is Absolutely. a guy who, who, who is whole... I mean, he it's like his career... Got drafted number one overall, and that was almost the highlight of his career, right? Like, ever since then, people have been talking about how bad he is. You know, he was like he's known for being drafted ahead of Aaron Rodgers. Everywhere he's gone, his team has won, but for some reason, they're always looking for to an, an upgrade. Like, think about that. He's winning, mm-hmm. but his team is always looking for for an upgrade. Mm-hmm. But I mean, as of right now, this dude is 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 the MVP of the season. Eleven touchdowns, he's fourteen hundred yards passing, seventy seven percent completion percentage, eleven touchdowns, and zero interceptions, and no fumbles. Like. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, he's he's doing well. And Andy Reid, man, I mean, Andy Reid is a heck of a coach. He's a heck of a play caller, and I'm happy for Alex Smith, especially with with the way things to you know happen for him in San Francisco. Um, I'm happy that he that he has a home. He's settled in, and that you know the year that he left San Francisco, that you know the year that Kaepernick came in, you know this is what Alex Smith 
was doing before Kaepernick came in. So I'm happy to see what um what Alex Smith is doing and and you know go ahead Chiefs man. Deshaun Watson, I'm glad it's, it's uh, Andre Johnson somewhere being like really all the years <laughs> I spent in, in Texas with not a damn quarterback and like I'm out in the league and I mean mm-hmm. Andre Johnson's been his entire career there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just wasted. And and now that I'm gone, you guys got a quarterback who's capable of of moving and throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. Real deal. Happy for him. I hope he stays healthy. Um, last night, Monday Night Football, I, I would have liked to have flexed out of that game. That was bad football, man. The Vikings, Bears, at halftime, first of all, Sam Bradford goes out there. It looked like he had no business being out there. At halftime, the Vikings had 60 yards of offense, 30 yards passing, 30 yards rushing. They sh- the rookie quarterback on the other side starting, uh, I don't know, bad Case Keelum versus Trubisky on Monday Night Football's first start. What's good, Rhino? Um, that that's Monday night, Rhino. Yeah, that's that. I mean, it was just I didn't expect much much from this game. I didn't expect much from the Bears. Um, you know, it's a good victory for for the Vikings to to stay in wild card contention. But um, you know, the Bears is that one and four. Yeah, the Bears are just another team that's pretty much out of it. Is it me or was it just because we were kids? But I remember Monday night. LT versus Randall Cunningham, mm-hmm. Steve Young versus the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Like Monday night games before we had cable, we were around this. We, you know, you used to sneak up and try and stay up late to watch that game because yeah. it started at yeah. nine, yeah. and you know you had school, and it was like yeah. that was the very best game of the week. Mm-hmm. You know that Cowboys 49ers game was going to be on Monday's night. Mm-hmm. That Eagles Giants game was going to be on was going to be on Monday night, and. That's what Monday Night Football was. You think about Randy Moss and Vikings versus Brett Favre. Like, Mm -hmm. those memorable moments on Monday Night Football. And now, too many times, this is what we're getting. Mm -hmm. You you know, and the NFL, while I get it, is growing and all of that. And it sounds crazy. I I do feel like we're getting the Thursday Night Games, uh, by and large, 80 to maybe 90% of those games have been awful. Have been awful games. And then the Monday night, I don't even know if they, it used to be, and I'm not sure it's even the same way. Remember, you used to have a certain record that you had to get to qualify to get a Monday night game. Remember, the Monday Monday night game used to be based on, because I remember it used to be like, oh, the Eagles got three Monday night games this year. You remember, like, and it was based on your record that you had the year before. Yeah. And now I want to say it might be, I think everybody just gets a Monday night game and, and there's no, there's no regards to the making the Monday night game the highlight of the week. Like, I mean, going into this, just just from this pre, going to this, that's the Monday night game. Packers Cowboys is the Monday night game. You, you know what I mean? Like that. That's what the Monday night game should have been. A Ravens Steelers game. That's a Monday night game. But Vikings, and again, Vikings. Maybe if this was Adrian Peterson and and, and the old Bears. But you know, going into the season, that that's. What, what was the yeah. match? There's no Alshon Jeffries, no Brandon yeah. Marshall, there's no Adrian Peterson. Uh, Steph Diggs went out there, and because of the the, the uh, passing situation in the game, I was playing DJ in, and all I needed was five points. Steph Diggs gets one catch for four yards on offense. Yeah. Like, that hurts. <laughs> you, 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 you know what I mean? But I just remember being – what do you think about the whole Thursday football and – I know you didn't want to, you're not a fan of that anyway, just playing on Sunday and that right back Thursday. I was a fan of of the Thursday starting in 
on Thanksgiving. Or yeah, it was. I was a fan of that. That you know, it, it made it special. Holiday season. Yeah, it was, yeah that it was one special. Saturday game. Well, that's no, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just a whole bunch of football. I mean, that's pretty much what you're getting. I was talking to a buddy of mine, um, um, talking to a buddy of mine, Martin, and I think that he came up with an with an awesome idea about about how to do it. Clearly, having this schedule, you're really not thinking about player safety because as a player, my body really isn't even feeling right until Thursday after practice in the first place. Um, he had a great idea, I thought, for an 18-game season where you play your games on Thursdays and Sundays and you alternate them. So basically, you're playing a football game every 10 days. He said, do that with an 18-game season. So if you play on Sunday, you won't play again until the following Thursday. Um, and but I then gotta, on Thursday, you get six, you're getting six and, or eight, I guess, 16 games a week. So eight games on Thursday and eight games on Sunday. That's so a lot of games on Thursday. 18, but, but the whole point is, is that it's less football for the players. Yeah, it's, but I'm talking about as a, um, as a consumer. Mm-hmm. I, don't think that, I don't think we can consume eight football games on Thursdays. Yeah, yeah, and and this was just Sundays. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. But this was just this was just this was just this was just just an idea, something that something that he threw out there. Um, I think that you can get, I think that you can get games um, on Thursday, just depending on you know, just depending how you do it. Um, With that said, it's just a whole bunch of football, man. It's just I, I just think it's too much. So because you're playing on Sunday, Monday, and Thursday, you're going to get games like this. I mean, you also have to remember that the Bears had a top draft pick, so they may have used this game as an opportunity to showcase and talk the about rookie that quarterback. Type, you know, the rookie quarterback and that top draft pick. But um, I don't think that helps the product. Like you're not to, to and and the, I, I'm sure there's numbers of, of viewers, but I don't see how that Thursday. They continuously we hear about how bad the Thursday football game is, and I and I'm not sure what the benefit of that Thursday night game is. And it's certainly not about player safety. Like yeah, it's definitely there. not about player safety. Um, but I mean, it's one of those things that I mean, it just is what it is. I think it's too much football. But just like the that, London thing, why do we keep going over there? I, I don't. It's, it's a business. It's money. You know, it, it's a business. You, you're trying to you're trying to stretch your business, and so I, I don't understand why we go to London and play outside of the fact that it's just it's a business decision. I know if I had a home game and my home game was in London, <laughs> right. I'm, going have, I'm going to have a problem with that. Right, I'm, I'm right. in my home game. You know, I, let us let us go to London for an away game. Right. Like we have a home. Put it this way. If I'm the Baltimore Ravens and and I'm playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers and on my schedule this week was supposed to be a home game for us, but we're playing over in London. London. I'm going to have a problem. Right. I, w- I want my fans to be there. So, But, I mean, hey, it is what it is. It's nothing anybody's really going to be able to do about it so these games are going to continue to happen mm-hmm. unfortunately all right let's go ahead and get into uh these picks for this week coming up a1 man you need this a1 send me those uh records for for last week too please buddy all right we're at week six already week man six already oh, let me get to week six that's great i might not let me get to week six Thursday night, Eagles Panthers. That's a good game. Ooh, that's in um, Carolina. Ugh, that's a tough one. Camden gonna keep rolling, boy. I'm gonna go Eagles. I think this is one of those fast physical defenses that I was talking about. This is the one. 
So then, so then, if Cam, if if Cam rolls over them, what you gonna say? If I, if Cam pulls away, if Cam rolls over them, then I'm saying that that hats off to him. I'm saying that they just got to win over the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I right, I'll take the uh, I'll take the Panthers. You're taking the Eagles. I'm going Eagles, yeah. Okay, I'll take the Panthers. And in in in, in Carolina, oh, Carolina. Yeah. Um, Dolphins, Falcons. I mean, you know, we both going Atlanta on that one. Falcons in in Atlanta. Yeah. Green Bay goes to the Vikings. Green Bay. Green Bay. Uh, Lions, Saints in New Orleans. New Orleans, if they want to keep pace, they need a W because if the the Panthers win, they're five and one, and that's deuces. They they're gone. They've yeah. won that division. Um, Saints. I mean, the Falcons are three and one. Saints can't afford to lose this. Because you don't want to fall that far behind. Because I'm still keeping hope that the Saints could could win their division, although the Panthers are playing well. Um, Does any part of you think maybe there was an Adrian Peterson? I was, just about, I was just about to say, I think that I think with AP gone, um, I wouldn't be surprised to, to see the Saints pull out a win. You, you know, you're not dealing with having to see, okay, well, what's going on in New Orleans? Why isn't AP playing right. instead of third? Although, I mean, that, that Detroit Lions team is 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 tough. Uh, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Saints just because I picked them to to win the division. I'm gonna go Saints because I, I you you win a lot of money picking Saints and, and Falcons at home. They don't lose much in those domes. Yeah, they just don't. So I, I'll and and I do think I you know the Adrian Peterson thing came in with good intentions, mm-hmm. but I don't. You you have to know that even when you're in the game flow and Adrian Peterson has zero carries, mm-hmm. you know. I got to get him some, you know what I mean? So now it's the coaches, you see Adrian standing there and it's like, mm-hmm. if I don't get him at least, you're thinking in your head, like, if I don't get him seven to eight carries, mm-hmm. I'm going to be talking about this all week. It's a good chance he might be in my office. Zayden's going to be calling, talk, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. it's over you. And and mm-hmm. you understand it. Like, Adrian Peterson did not come there mm-hmm. to get zero carries. Yeah. So I, I do think that releases everything. And I think maybe, and that's no fault of, of Adrian Peterson. That's just the way life works. Yeah. So it is a little bit of a cloud, the cloud being gone. I think I think the Saints win that one. Uh, Patriots at Jets. Pats. Pats easily. Uh, Redskins right here at home against the 49ers. We'll go Skins. Yeah. Although they're banged up, especially with Josh Norman being out. Um, I still like the Skins in this game. What about uh, what's his name coming home? Navarro. Uh, no, not Navarro. Uh, Coach. Uh, uh, oh, one? Shanahan. Yeah, yeah, the Shanahan coming. That's. Um, and Pierre Garçon coming back, you know. Ooh. I'm not going to pick. I'm not going to pick against the Redskins in this game. You think Shanahan won't be? Oh, he's he definitely wants to get this to let yeah, the, yeah, to yeah, let yeah, the yeah, first yeah, win yeah, of the season yeah, yeah. be against the Washington Redskins yeah. without Norman being in the game. You don't know what's going on with Trent Williams. I mean, the Redskins are banged up. I just think that overall, the Redskins team, the Redskins team this year is a better team. They have a whole lot of depth. I think okay. they have a whole lot of depth. I don't. Brian Hoyer is your quarterback. I don't see the 49ers. I agree with all of that, and I think the 49ers are a very bad team. I think Shanahan, the 49ers, have a chance to win one game this whole year. Like that, that is a possibility that they'll win one game, and I, I think Shanahan does it. I think that their possibility to win a game is going to come against. I, think I mean, they, they might even win zero games. No, they play against uh, the Giants. I think I mean, they play against <laughs> the Giants. So uh, somewhere in there. Um, they'll get their victory, but I don't think it's going to come against the Redskins this week. I'm picking the 49ers. You that's, that's I am. I am. I am. I just, I feel that you. Shanahan thing, I just, <laughs> I feel like the way 
that that family hates this city and, and, and that owner. And karma, because I do find it feel like, um, I, and I didn't even really wasn't a big fan of them per se, but I do think the way uh, Danny did them was a little dirty. And um, a lot of things that they said came to fruition. They wanted uh, cousins, right? And, and he just kept forcing RG3 down their throat. And I think it would be just telling that Shanahan came home and picked up a, a, a victory right there in, in Washington. And also, wasn't he supposed to have the job here? Wasn't that the whole plan is that his dad was going to do? I think everybody. I, I, well, that's if things had worked out right. for, for Coach. So, But things didn't work out that way for him. So um, with that said, I just think that this is a different Redskins team. They, I, I think I, they have a whole lot of depth. It, I think that the, every single thing on paper says that the Redskins should absolutely win. I, that is not a, It's not an ounce of me that doesn't think the Redskins are two to three times the team that the 49ers are. Just know how life works. Give me the, give me the 49ers. That's, and the 49ers coming across? Coming across the country. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I'm going Redskins. Vernon against his old team? Yep. Um, Bears, Ravens. Can't win with them. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Can't do it. Won't do Won't it. Do. Where's he at now? Last time I saw him on Hard Knocks last year, Mike Singletary as the... Um, it was crazy. Like I, I remember looking, and I was like, "What's his job title?" Because I know he's not the defense. Because what's his name was the defensive coordinator, uh, Greg Brown. So I went and looked it up. My man, like, didn't even have a job title. He's just just on the Rams team, just out there giving speeches, being mean. <laughs> like, set my man Vernon home in the middle of the game. Can't do it. That's funny. It was so funny how like he went from. That's what we need, the leaders, and, 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 you know, this is winning football back again to, like, yeah, this dude might be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, it was like, I think something's wrong. Was every, like, every week we started getting these press conferences where it's like, something's wrong with this dude. Like, he's not all there. Might have got hit in the head too many times. Man, he just old school. Millennials don't understand it. Yeah. No, I, no, I feel you, though. But, um, yeah, that was funny. Uh, Ravens, Bears, I'm going, I'm going Ravens. Yeah, uh, Ravens at home against the uh, rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. I, I like the Ravens' chances, and if they win that, they're sitting at four and two. Yeah, which is all you could ask for. You mind about that? Texas Browns, another team that has an opportunity to go zero and sixteen this year. I guess sooner or later these teams will have to start playing each other. But um, give me the Texans. Yeah, I'm going Texans. Deshaun Watson's fun to watch, man. Yeah, he for is. football. Yes, he is. Uh, the Buccaneers. We go across the country and play Cardinals with Adrian Peterson for the first time. I, I love the Bucks. Uh, that's my team. Don't got a good feeling I, um, going across country. I, that last win loss hurt. Um, I think you had a chance against the, you had a chance against the champs on the ropes. Should have finished them off. This just has letdown game written all over it. I, I, I still go Bucks though, and that that is one hundred percent homer pick. If that wasn't my team. I'd probably be picking the Cardinals. I was going to pick the Cardinals. Um. Until I, I was going to go with the Cardinals for this reason. The Bucks are playing against a better defense this week. I think the Cardinals' defense is going to give them uh, is going to give them problems. Um, but Doug Martin, man, Doug, Martin, good, right? Doug Martin is the is, is the one who separates it for me. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. Oh man! You know what? I'm going Cardinals. I take Cardinals. I'm gonna go Cardinals. Okay. Uh, Rams, Jags, no idea, right? Who knows? You know, when I first looked at that, I said you have no idea. I'm going, I'm going Rams. I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams blow the Jaguars out. <laughs> <In Jacksonville. laughs> 
in Jacksonville. I, again, am going to have to put my money on the Jags, and I don't know why. Um, I fully expect to get burned, but give me the Jags. <laughs> I fu- I, and I, I fully agree with you. I would not be surprised if the Rams blow them out. And the mystery that is the Jags would just continue. It's like it just grows. I don't know. We have no idea who the Jags are. But give me the Jags. Yeah. Give me the Jags. Yeah, I'm going with the Jags. I'm saying the Rams are going to fly across the country. I've been off and on, off and on, off and on. Give me the Jags, which means I'll be wrong. Uh, Steelers at Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs. Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs. Steelers, I don't think, want to lose two in a row, though. That's Sooner or later, the Chiefs' magic carpet ride has to take one hiccup. But um, give me the Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs are beating good teams. Too. They are. They are beating good teams. They are. It's not like they're beating scrubs. No, they are. They they they're doing it, man. They they're earning it. Um, Raiders Chargers. Like I said, Derek Carr said he is going to play. I watched the Chargers play, and I I thought they were a bad football team. I saw a lot of bad football. They're yeah. one and four, and I think they've earned that. Yeah, I'm going Raiders. And I'll, I'll take the Raiders. Raiders need to get back on track. Um, Giants Broncos. Man. Broncos, yeah, You're going two mile high with the mass unit, with no, with no, uh, yeah, no nobody. receivers, yeah, nobody, no nothing, yeah, that's that's rough. I feel sorry for you at some point, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, that, that that's getting rough. Um, and then Monday night, see, come on, again, 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 the Monday night game, Colts Titans. What the hell is that? I think it's going to be a good game. Cut it out, man. I do. I think it's going to be a good game. I think it'll be. A, I think it's going to be a good game. I'm going I, Titans. I'm guessing maybe game. they were hoping for Andrew Luck versus Marcus Mariota. Uh, that's the only logical explanation. We could easily end up with Brissett versus Matt Castle on Monday night, the week after we got. Who did I go with Titans? At, this week we got Case Keelan versus a rookie making his first start, and this week we could end up with Jacoby Brissett versus. Versus Matt Castle on Monday night. You know what? I'm going. Gotta stop. Man. I'm going if 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 Mariota plays, I'm gonna take the Titans. But if he doesn't play, I'm gonna go with the Colts. I'm taking the Titans. I'm taking the Titans. That, that Colts team isn't. Uh, T. Y. Hilton is amazing. Yeah. T. Y. Hilton is 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 all of that. He's 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 everything. I got Walker on my fantasy team, so I'm gonna go too well. But I'm still gonna go with the Colts. I'll take the Titans. Titans are better too. All right, anything else you want to say, Boogie, before we, we before we get out of here? Uh, man, that's pretty much it. If you, you all get a chance, um, we're supposed to be doing the um, absolutely the Big Ten um, game day show. should be on. I believe it's going to be on the uh, Big Ten Network from 8 to 12. I'm not sure what time I'll be on there, but get a chance to check that out. Uh, for those of you who will be listening in your cars, um, the, what, listen to the Merlin game. I'll be on at halftime with Johnny Holiday and Tim Strack and may have a chance of doing some play-by-play for this Northwestern game. So if you all get a chance, check it out. Appreciate you all tuning in with us today. What are you do? Are you doing anything this week with the rest of No, no. I'll be on. Um, I'll be on Channel Seven post game after Monday night game. That's following week. That's following week. Okay. All right, so there you get your schedule if you get a chance to check Lamont out. Um, again, DJ is not here. He's out there back at work. Uh, Cincinnati season has started, so hopefully we'll get DJ back uh, next week. And, um, again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. And make sure if you missed the show, it's up there on the Facebook page. It's also on the TuneIn app, iTunes. You guys can go ahead and listen to the entire show. And, again, we appreciate everybody for tuning in. And you guys have a great week, and enjoy your football. Later.